Hello there. Welcome to What's Good Podcast from Saints Peter and Paul High School here in Easton, Maryland. We are the Office of Campus Ministry. Thank you for joining us as we dive into the deep topics of faith and culture, ethics, morals, and all things high school. Here you will find a series of conversations and discussions between and among students, faculty, and other members of our community, where we openly discuss and wrestle with our faith and any other topics that are on the hearts of our students. So we hope you enjoy this podcast and we would like to hear from you. So please send us your comments, questions, or maybe even ideas for upcoming podcast episodes. But in the meantime, we invite you to just sit back and relax and come join us in conversation to discuss what's good here at St. Peter and Paul. Hello everyone, welcome to What's Good here at St. Peter and Paul. Before we start, let's begin with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. This week is Tabacos Purple, so we will say a prayer for all those who are suffering from addiction, and all those who are helping them and ministering to them. So, dear Lord, we ask you to bless all those who are suffering in any way from abuse, substance, drug, uh, that they will once again reclaim their freedom the freedom with which you have endowed them. And bless all those who care for them, nurses, doctors, therapists, family members, that they, that they will never tire from, from supporting them and loving them. And we pray for ourselves that we might be willing to help those around us who might need our help. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Saints Peter and Paul. Pray for us. Jesus, in our hearts. Amen. Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good with me is it's two thirty on a Friday and it's about to be the weekend. It's Davis. Hey guys, it's Morgan here. Um, what's good today is my field hockey pra- practice ends early, so I'm gonna get an earlier start to the weekend. And yeah, here's Cadence. Hi guys, this is Cadence. Um, what's good is that I'm going to see Ryan McHale tonight at the University of Maryland. For what? For, I don't know. We're just going to go see him because <laughs> I'm going to visit Avery Morgan and we're going to s- go to dinner with Ryan McHale. So I'm so excited for that. Hi, Evan here. What's good is storms are brewing outside <laughs> and probably going to get some rain this weekend. So works for me. What's good is I got some service hours yesterday at the soccer game. I was being the ball boy. And I got to watch soccer team lose 1-0, but they still played a good game. So as we mentioned before the prayer, this week is since we Peter Peter and Paul High School, we support Tablet Goes Purple. And so today's episode is going to be about, you know, what that is and, and what are some of the facts and programs that we have researched and what we found about um, what our community is doing to prevent or to help those who are suffering from addiction. So our first segment here is with Evan and Aaron, but Aaron isn't able to be with us today. And they're gonna tell us a little bit about what is Topicos Purple and how it all got started. So Topicos Purple started in late 2016 with Talbot County Sheriff Joe Gamble and the Tidewater Rotary. Um, It is in partnership also with Talbot County Public Schools Saints Peter and Paul and Midshore Community Foundation. Top Goes Purple is a substance 
is a substance use prevention initiative and it empowers the community to go purple in September as a sign of taking a stand against substance abuse. So I guess that's why everyone um, yesterday here at the school wore purple. I guess it was to show solidarity. Well, thank you, Evan, for sharing with us a little bit about the history. Now, Mikey and Braden's going to tell us a little bit about what the church's response has been to to this, um, I get this this pandemic of of abuse and and see what kind of programs maybe that the church has undertaken to to help prevent um, drug abuse and also to how how are we supposed to accompany those who are suffering? So I guess we'll start with Braden first. Okay, so the church considers drug use sinful and it can be overcome with prayer, scripture, and the appropriate medical treatment. In my research, I found that the Substance Abuse and Medical Health Service Administration has actively engaged and supported faith-based and community organizations involved in substance use and mental health services since 1992. Community Substance Abuse Prevention Partnership Program includes more than 800 faith-based community partners amongst its grantees. So that program mentioned includes uh, Bible, su- Bible study sessions and related scriptural readings, daily prayer and reflection sessions, lectures and sermons that discuss addictions, addiction in the term of Catholic faith, ministerial and pastoral counseling, and attendance of regular church services. In Catholicism, addiction is viewed as a direct threat to both a person's physical body and their spiritual pathway into the kingdom of heaven. The Catholic Church has taken a firm stance against substance abuse in all forms for centuries. And then the last thing I wanted to add at the end is James 5, verses 15 through 16. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Thank you to um, Mikey and Braden for a little... um excerpt on on what the church is doing to fight this um, um, pandemic really um, but it's also you know be before we move on um, it is important for us to remember that the the sinful behavior isn't that person right so so the person is is, is still loved and and have the basic dignity but it's just their behaviors that that, that might be sinful all right so now we move on to cadence and Emery who's going to give us a little bit more about the statistics of drug use and and some of the related statistics. So here we go. Okay, so we researched the statistics in our area um, throughout the country and, and, then, and then in other countries. So I'm going to touch on um, the prevalence in our area. So um, alcohol is the most commonly misused substance among middle and high school age children with 7 to 60 percent of students in this age range engaging in underage drinking. Marijuana is the second, um, and this is all just in Talbot County. High school seniors have a 59 percent higher rate of marijuana use than other teens in Maryland. Cigarettes are the third most commonly misused substance by young people in Talbot County. Middle and high school students in Talbot County smoke more than double the statewide average. And Cadence is going to do throughout the country. Okay, so 21.3% of 8th graders have tried illicit drugs at least once. Okay, so 21.3% of 8th graders have tried illicit drugs at least once. 8.33% of 12 to 17-year-olds in the U.S. reported using drugs in the past month. 
46.6% of teens have tried illicit drugs by 12th grade. 11.89 million 18 to 25 year olds used drugs in the last month. And 4,777 Americans ages 15 to 24 died from overdosing on illicit drugs in one year. Okay, then in other countries, um, well, actually first worldwide, um, we found that about 270 million people, or about 5.5% of the global population, aging ages 15 to 64, have used drugs in the previous year, and about 35 million people are estimated to be to be affected by drug use disorders. Um, and studies on illegal drug use among European teenagers and young adults, the prevalence of substance abuse use was to be found to be was found to be a high of 17 percent of adolescents of adolescents reported using illicit drugs at least once. And then in Canada, it's stated that 60% of illicit drug user, users are between the ages of 15 and 24, and school surveys in Canada have reported that up to 60% of students in grades 7 and 9 report lifetime use of various substances. So, yep, that's worldwide in our area and throughout the country. To me, at least, it's quite shocking the, uh, the number of young adults and adolescents who are sadly um part of the part of the statistics so so we thank cadence and emery for the you know the large amount of statistics and and quite shocking at least to me but so now we move on to morgan and riley who will talk to us a little bit about some of the initiatives that our community here and also elsewhere that um that they've taken to i guess combat this this um pandemic in our own community, um, in Talbot County, there are places and groups put in place for those who are struggling with addiction. Two examples of these groups would be the Opioid Misuse Prevention Program and then the Substance Abuse Prevention Program. These programs assist, in communi assist community groups, agencies, and individuals in providing programs and activities to prevent alcohol, tobacco, and other drug abuse and to build a healthier community. In particular, the Substance Abuse Prevention Program attempts to prevent the onset of, subs of substance use or limit the development of problems associated with using psychoactive substances. The prevention efforts primarily focus on the surroundings using research-based environmental strategies in the community. So then Riley's going to tell us about nationwide efforts that have been taken to address the tragedy. Community Talks is a nationwide initiative that organizes activities that raise awareness and educate people about the harmful consequences of alcohol and other drug misuse. Community Talk events and activities encourage communities to take action around preventing underage drinking and substance abuse. National Prevention Week um, is held in May and increases public awareness of substance use and mental disorders by promoting community involvement and resource sharing. It also provides resources to communities so they can show their prevention successes throughout the year. And then the Interagency Coordinating Committee on the Prevention of Underage Drinking. This is made up of 15 federal agency agencies and is led by the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration. They coordinate federal efforts to reduce underage drinking and those involved and help develop a plan for preventing and reducing underage drinking. 
And then the Talk They Hear You campaign is a campaign that provides parents and caregivers with resources to discuss substance use with their children to reduce underage drinking and substance use among youths under the age of 21. So it's quite encouraging to see what our community is doing to, to help those who are suffering from addiction. But now we're going to turn to a, a, a more specific group. You know, what are schools doing around here and, and around the country? So now we have Leo, Robert, and Davis. So first off, Talbot County schools usually have at least one assembly per year about drug prevention. This is to target the key demographic who, if they start early and learn about it now, they'll be less likely to do drugs in the future, which is a very good thing. These assemblies usually consist of the sheriff of the county or some police representative come into the school to talk about stories they've had about drugs and people who've done drugs. I remember last year we had Sheriff Joe Gamble come to our school and talk about his experiences and how he had to deal with lots of tragic stories about friends or family who went through drug overdoses. Yeah, continuing with what Leah says, not only do schools have assemblies, but they also generally have a day where everyone wears purple, and they also generally have different competitions between the schools for um, wearing like shirt designs. Cause they usually have a total goes purple shirt every year, and other designs. And so they usually take a week or even a month to do all the stuff in the schools. Um, a more nationwide thing that is is the Dare program, which is the Drug Abuse Resistance Education. It's usually where a police officer or group from a police station goes to the local school. And they have a class that usually lasts a week or, or so to teach young kids for uh, to teach young kids about drug awareness. I know personally we did it while we were in fifth grade, and that at the height of its program, it was found in all fifty states and about seventy five percent of schools. Well, you know, thank you all for your hard work on your research. Um, now, you know, just I wanted to ask you: know, Do do you know anyone who is suffering or have suffered from drug or alcohol abuse? I mean, I, I know I have in my life. And, um, you know, growing up in Philadelphia, you know, there's a, you know, I'm sure most people heard, heard of the neighborhood Kensington. But in Kensington, it's, it's sort of like the, the center of, the, the epicenter of, of the heroin um, usage. And it's very sad because sometimes I, w I would drive through to get to um, Center City and you would see these people just, you know, walking around like zombies. And, um, and it's just so sad. So hopefully um, all these programs that you've researched, you know, with the church and with the state and the country the schools, we can really start to encourage our young people, you know, you guys really, to, to stay away from drugs, you know. And, and, and you know, when I was in, in seminary, I had a, a, a buddy who smoked and and I always told him you know you really shouldn't smoke it's, it's, it's not good for your health blah, blah blah and 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 he always said to me Phil I I can stop when I want to I said I don't think that's true but he he smoked day in, day in and day out and he's still smoking now so um, sometimes we may not be aware of how drugs and alcohol um, affects us until it's, it's, it's until we're very deep into it, and so I do encourage all of you. You know, and it's it's no secret that young people um, abuse drugs. And all I can say is, if you know someone who 
are affected by drugs in any way, be a good friend and 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 tell them you know how you really feel you know that you care for them and and, and that maybe what they're doing isn't really good for them and and try to be there to support them and of course it, I mean, it, those are hard those are, those are tough conversations to have because you sort of don't want to hurt them you're afraid that they'll be mad at you but at the end of the day if you're a good friend you know the the, the truth hurts and and but but they'll come to appreciate you for that so Stay away from drugs, all right, and um, and pray for those who are suffering, and also help your friends if you know anyone who, who might be suffering, all right. All right. Well, thank you all for uh, being with us this week. You know, this is a you know this is not a topic that we probably want to discuss all the time, but it's, but it's a very important one. So hopefully, um, you've taken some something from our students' research, and maybe you can you know you know if if you want to learn more, please please do your own research, and, and please share them with me, with all of us here. Take care, and God bless you. Everyone, wish them a happy weekend. Well, a safe weekend. And a, a storm is coming, as as um, David said, the storms are No, Evan said that storms are coming. So everyone stay safe. So, all right, guys, until next time. Have a good weekend. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed our conversation. Stay tuned for our next episode. Please know that any comments expressed on this podcast are ours and ours alone. Until next time, take care and God bless you.